welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or you would like to be on the show with me. I would love that. So this morning, it's early this morning where I am, and I just wanted to put out a new episode before I try to get some sleep. Um, I want to talk about shame, and I'm going to title this episode, Shedding Shame. I'm doing it for so many reasons. There is a news story that caught my attention about an actor, and I won't give the name, but because I didn't read the article in its entirety, but it was an article about him. He's on trial for something, and he has revealed that he was keeping something secret or he wasn't discussing one part of his life because he felt shame um, and he didn't want his father to know about whatever he was doing because he knew his father would not like it. So many people are in that situation where there are aspects of them that they don't want to reveal and they try to hide because they feel shame. Shame is is an emotion. Um, Emotions can change. They can come and they can go. Just keep that in mind. So everybody at some point can feel shame. Um, And um, it usually comes from when you feel that you are wrong or you feel that someone will think you're wrong and that it hurts because you feel like you're wrong or you're doing something you shouldn't do um, and you're doing something disgraceful or ignoble. So you feel bad and you feel bad about that and you feel other people will feel bad. And so that's where shame usually comes from. But I want to talk about how to shed shame And this is an episode that I wish I had really done a lot of research on, but I'm doing this episode also because my last couple of episodes were about people that did some shameful things, and those things were recorded, and they were made public. And one of the things I tried to reiterate in those episodes is that anybody can be in that situation. We all could be in a situation where if someone caught us at a bad moment or someone recorded us acting out our flaws or, you know, recorded our mistakes or we're making a mistake, we could be in the same hot seat as some of those other people that I mentioned in the last couple of episodes. And so we all have done things that, you know, they used to say everybody has skeletons in their closet. So using that term, we've all done things that we feel are disgraceful, that we feel are wrong. And we have to learn how to face those things. And I cannot even imagine certain things are just not, um, they're just so hard to deal with and they're not easy to not feel shame about. Um, there was a case like this happened a couple of years ago, maybe longer than that, maybe several years ago, with a young man who was recorded by his roommate doing something that is generally very private and personal, 
but his roommate filmed it and then secretly filmed it. And then his roommate shared this in the public. Well, when the young man found out that people had seen the video or knew what he had done, he committed suicide. And that was because he felt shame. He felt bad about other people knowing what he had done. Um, Maybe he felt bad about what he was doing. He wasn't able to fully embrace the things that he was doing. So shame is something people feel for a lot of reasons. Sometimes shame is because people do something that is wrong. Sometimes shame comes about just because of an imperfection. It may not necessarily be something that's wrong, but there may be some flaw or some imperfection about yourself and you feel shame about it. So sometimes people have will have some kind of disease or they will have a medical situation and they don't want to tell anybody because they don't want people um, to make fun of them or treat them differently. And so they feel shame. They're not necessarily wrong or they haven't done anything wrong, but they feel ashamed about that. Um, and sometimes people are wrong. And then when they get caught, they feel bad because they get caught. Shame can be a noun and also can be a verb because you can shame a person. You can make fun of a person because of their flaw or because of their imperfection or shortcoming or the mistake that they made. And that's why when I was doing those episodes, like on Nuri Martinez and um, some of the other people, I was very clear that I'm not trying to shame them. And I see that happening in the media and I think that that is wrong. I'm talking about the lessons that we can learn from those mistakes and I emphasize like I am now anybody can be in that position because we all fall short we all make mistakes we all have bad moments when we are doing something that is not our best so it's one thing if we have the bad moment and then we feel bad about it or we feel shame and we can work through it privately it's another thing when your mistake or your so supposed flaw or issue is public and many people are coming to you because of that. Like Nuri Martinez, I'm sure she feels a level of shame. I don't know if she would feel a level of regret because that's different. When you regret something, you feel bad that you did it and you wish you had not done it for so many reasons. Some people feel bad because they just got caught and some people feel bad because they now realize just how wrong they were and that exposing of that they really get to see it from a different perspective but I want to talk about how to shed shame and the first thing I think we have to do and I know this is be very hard is we have to face the truth so if you've done something you shouldn't do and it was wrong you have to face that you have to say I did that because as long as you do something wrong and you keep denying that you did it and you don't deal with that, then you're going to feel more shame. And that shame is going to come from the inside and the outside. So for example, let's say someone has an extra marital affair and they want to keep that a secret and they feel bad that they had the affair or they feel bad 
because they know people would judge them because in some places that is considered wrong or sin or something really bad or even a crime. So they feel bad. But what if they face the fact that I they had that affair and they said, you know what, I had it, but I'm, I no longer am having it and I wish I hadn't done that. And it goes back to many episodes I've done in the past. When you make a mistake, you cannot reverse it. Sometimes when we do things wrong, we can't. We can never go back and undo the hands of time. So now that the mistake is made, the only thing we can do is say, "What can I do to correct this mistake? What can I do to make things better? How can I help myself heal or other people heal?" So you have to face it. So somebody like Nura Martinez, what she needs to do is she needs to face the fact that she has an issue with racism, with people with dark skin or people that in other groups. But she has to face that fact, and that's painful sometimes. You have to face the fact that, hey, I'm wrong. We are all wrong. I'm not just talking about her because I can look at my own life and do inventory and search myself, and I can see things that I need to work on. That's the first thing you have to do. Once you face the truth, then you have to make a decision or you have to really assess, can, is this something that I can correct or fix? If you can fix it, you should strive to try to fix it. If it's something you did that was just to yourself, then you have to make peace with yourself and forgive yourself. But if you hurt other people, I strongly believe in you coming to them, even if they don't accept it, but I think you should ask for forgiveness. And I think you should apologize and you should do something, make an action that you are sorry or regretful that you did what you did. But then you can't go back and undo it. You know what? After that, you can't feel bad about it. Once you really sincerely feel remorse and you wish you hadn't done it and you commit to, I'm not going to do this bad behavior again or hurtful behavior again then you have to move forward now other people may keep bringing it up but that's on them that's between them and whoever else it's between but in terms of you it's between you and God when you've said I'm wrong I made this mistake I should not have said this or done this or even thought this in some cases and then you strive to work towards the correction but sometimes we do things and it cannot be corrected. I mean, you know, I read a lot of biographies and memoirs from people. And I'm just thinking about the guy, Shaka Sangor. I'm reading his book now, Writing My Wrongs. And when you commit murder, you can't go back and bring that person back. The only thing you can do now is, okay, you, you killed a person. You took a life. It was wrong. It was, in his case, he was forgiven. But... Um, and they make people may forgive you and they may not but then you say what can I do now since I can't give that life back can I give anybody else's life back can I bring life to situations and that's what Mr. Sangor has tried to do and with all of us when we make mistakes that's what we need to try to do the other thing you need to do is you need to work towards acceptance if it's something about yourself that you don't feel like you can change 
And you have to first accept yourself because my next step that I tell you will involve people, but you have to look in the mirror and you have to accept yourself. And, you know, if it is something you can change, you still have to love yourself. You may not love that part of you. You may not love um, the fact that other people may not love it, but you have to accept yourself. It's like with weight. You know, I don't hate myself because I'm overweight. That's a part of myself that I want to do something about, but I love myself. So people will say, well, just love you. You know, people have all, I'm not even going to get into that right now, but people have all these different things that are cliche and so simplified, but really issues are much more complex, but I have to accept myself. But at the same time, I understand that a lot of people have an issue with weight. So that's why you have things like, People call it fat shaming, um, where you have this entertainer. And why am I shooting a blank? Lizzie, Lizzo, she's, you know, she's a full figured entertainer. And she has a lot of people, trolls, but she has some high profile people, public people criticizing her for her weight. Um, And so that her weight, she is overweight. You know, I'm overweight. We can say that she faced it. She, if it's something she can do something about, she should try to do something about. But she does not have to hate herself and feel bad about her whole self because that's one dimension of her life. One thing about shame, if you don't deal with shame, it can create a whole nightmare problem because shame can bring on depression. It can bring on anger. It can bring on all loneliness because you you don't want to you know connect with other people you're so afraid to reveal what your flaw is or um you haven't embraced your flaw or accepted that issue that you perceive as a flaw i think perception um because some people may not even perceive it as a flaw some people may not even think a person is there's a problem with being overweight are having more weight than what the doctor says you should have. Many people do, but I'm just saying it is all about how you perceive it. But if you don't deal with shame, it can really be paralyzing. It can be like being in a prison because you're not dealing with it when you make a mistake. I know someone who made a very bad mistake, made just poor judgment, was not doing what she was supposed to do, and it took her a long time. She, but I still say she hasn't worked through it because she hasn't been able to talk about it publicly. But she made a mistake, and it really caused her to have some depression. It wasn't on the level of clinical depression, but she was. She felt so bad about the poor choices that she made and how it impacted her life, and she thought her life was just never going to be able to. Um, come back and you know that bad decision did affect her but again you have to make peace about what you cannot change that's what I was going to say if you can change it change it but if it's something that you cannot change you have to make peace about you cannot change it and now move forward and focus on what you can change and see this is what happens when you deal with stuff yourself and you accept yourself and you make peace with yourself, then you can deal with others. And that's what I want to talk about is you got to find your tribe. You got to find the people that are going to love you 
and accept you in spite of your mistakes, in spite of what is perceived by a flaw to some people, um, something bad to some people that may not be perceived bad by somebody else. The young man, going back to the story, this happened years ago, the young man who was in college and his roommate secretly filmed him doing something um, that was very personal and private. I always wondered, you know, and he and even that student ended up killing himself if he had not done that and had a support system and found his tribe because there are a lot of people who do what he does and who did what he did. He just did not want anyone to see him doing it. And it was a very personal thing. And most people, unless they they get paid to do this, they don't want anybody to see them doing this. But if he had found his tribe, he probably would have been able to still live and accept himself and see that the roommate who filmed that was wrong for invading his personal privacy because he has a right to do things and not have everything he does out in the public. Now, the court system at first, they didn't, there was a case um, filed against his roommate and at first I think the court threw it out. But then later that roommate did serve some time in prison I think he has been released, um, but he shared a personal act. And at the time, you know, sometimes people do things and it may be morally wrong, but there's nothing in the law that says it's wrong. I think it was a situation like that where it's morally wrong that is that he filmed his roommate doing something very, very personal with somebody else. But legally, it technically wasn't wrong that he filmed him and then he shared it. So I think the law may have changed. But find your tribe because you don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to live in a dark room, in a cave. You can come out and you can live because there are people who will accept you as you are. And when you are yourself and you don't try to hide all parts of you because of shame, that's who you will find who really find the people who really love you. See, you'll know the people who love you when you share who you really are and they accept you. Any person that does not understand that every human being is flawed. Now, some things we may can't deal with and some things we can. But there, there's always a tribe. There's always someone that will accept you. Another way to deal with shame, you have to accept the outcomes. Going back to Nuri Martinez, she has to accept that her, you know, her racist issues is going to cause her to lose something. But I still say, because I'm a positive person, anybody who knows me, they'll tell you I'm an optimistic person. I believe all people can transform and be better. She can come back. She can reinvent her life. It may not be, and her life is going to be different, but her life doesn't have to be destroyed. And I want you to think about the person that when I say this name, the first thing you're going to think of is someone who is, was respected. She has passed on, admired, and you think of a woman of integrity, but she had a past that was filled with a lot of mistakes. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou had a past that involved um, her being a madam among other mistakes. I won't get into her mistakes, but she did a lot of things in her youth 
that she could have been so shamed about that she we would have never known her as the award-winning phenomenal poet that she is most remembered for for she is not remembered for the days that she danced or when she was a madam she is remembered as the first black person to recite read a poem at a presidential inauguration she is a woman known for her uh, still I Rise and Phenomenal Woman poems and her books, her autobiographies and memoirs. That's what she's known for. And I remember one time I was just, when she passed away, I was just looking at random clips about her. And there was this one clip where this young man was interviewing her and he brought up her past. And I, just the way she handled that, and you got to be prepared for the outcome. She said something like, I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. I, I can't remember what she said, but it was something along that line. I need to find that clip again because she said grace or something. It was so beautiful the way she handled it. She didn't deny what she had done. And that's why I keep saying you have to accept your that you made that mistake. You can't deny it. You have to face that was wrong, but then you have to move forward. Now, one of the outcomes or consequences is that some people are not going to let you forget, but that's okay. Because if you made a mistake and you're not doing that over and over again and you're still not doing that, then that's on them being stuck in the past or being judging you for a singular moment or judging you for a flaw. When they, that person or the people who are judging you, they have flaws, they've made mistakes, theirs just maybe haven't been publicized. I always go back to the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation when I'm talking about this issue because I remember that it came out about, you know, Chris Brown. It came out a little later than it happened. When the, the images of Rihanna's face came out, a lot of people had an issue with Chris Brown. What he did was wrong. But if Chris Brown, and but, but and then after that, let me go back, he did some interviews, and when they brought it up, he got very emotional, and he acted out, but that is a part of his past, and what I wish someone had been able to tell him is that you have to just face it, everything I'm saying now, face it, accept that you made that mistake, and do not carry that shame. If you know that you are truly, truly remorseful, and you're repentant, yes, I made that mistake. I wish I had not done that to Rihanna. I noticed that when Rihanna um, had a child, you know, I'm on Twitter, and sometimes I let myself go down the rabbit hole, and he made a post about, he said something about Rihanna having a baby or whatever, and everybody, you know, just came on him. Why? He made that mistake, he was wrong, and we need to move on too. You, nobody can afford to hold somebody's mistake over their head because we all make mistakes. And I do know that there is this issue of, you know, I lied versus I committed murder. Or something. You know, like people weigh the mistakes differently. I'm not going to get into that today. But I want to talk about shedding your shame. You have to shed that shame and deal with the shame because if you don't, it's like a cancer. It will eat you up. It will spread. It will grow in all the wrong ways. And it is malignant. And so you have to face the fact that you did this. You know, what's unfortunate, even if you're not a public figure, 
because of videos and people's phones, first thing they do is if a bad moment is happening, they just take out a phone and start filming. And you have and that that moment is passed on. But guess what? Even if somebody films it and it comes out, it, it, you can still live. You can still live and you have to keep going. Yes, you're gonna lose some friends. That's another thing. Again, when you yourself and you're transparent and people know who you are and what you've done, then you can find out who really is going to accept you. And some people are going to accept you with your flaws and your mistakes and your imperfections. And and even though you do something wrong later, you might struggle with that issue. People, there are people out there who will still accept you. So just deal with it. Deal with the consequences. Don't be mad. Another thing is, though, you can't be mad at people because they haven't let go of your mistake or your past. But they're not your friends and you don't have to deal with them. You can find you your own tribe. So I want to just recap this episode on shedding your shame. First of all, you have to deal with it. You have to face it. You have to face the truth. I said that. I did that. That's painful. If you did it, if you didn't, you don't have to (laughs) decide. If it's something you can change, when we make a mistake, some mistakes we can change, some we can. Once a mistake is made or something happens, you can't reverse time. So then you focus on how to move forward because you can't go backwards. There's nothing that will make you go back and redo time. So you have to now say, okay, I can move forward and focus on that. You don't have to replay what you did over and over and over in your mind you have to move forward if you had an affair move forward if you did something else move forward because guess what you can't go back and reverse it the other thing is decide um who is your tribe be yourself don't be fake tell people i'm not saying you need to meet a person you gotta tell them everything but when you are transparent you will be able to determine who's really going to like you and who's not. Some people are not going to be friends with you because of your past. Some people are. I know a guy, um, I listened to his, um, watch his YouTube videos and he was in prison for 25 years and, um, and he's trying to do good in the community where he once did bad things. But you know what? Some people would never, ever accept him because he did, he, he killed somebody. Or had somebody kill you. They would never, some people will. Some people will forgive him and move forward. You have to accept that too. The main thing is, is you go to God and make peace with God. And I, I cannot emphasize this enough. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about you going to God and you asking God to forgive you for what you have done. And if he forgives you and then you you set a course, you make sure that you set into action a plan to do good. And I'm not saying do good just to be saved, but you do good because you can do good and you'll feel better about doing good because you're creating a new history and a new life for yourself. You know, I learned a long time ago, the reason why people feel bad is because they do bad things. You can feel, we can feel so much better if we do good things. It's not about trying to win a reward or or get something. You know, God, if God has forgiven us, he's forgiven us. But in order for you to not be depressed, 
and not be a prisoner of your past and your mistakes. You, as long as you do good, you'll feel better. You will heal people that you have hurt or environments that you have hurt. So I just want to emphasize that you can shed the shame. It takes work. It takes time. It takes having the right people in your life because you do need a tribe. If you're dealing with something and it's not necessarily wrong, but you know that some people may see it that way or they may see it as a flaw, then you need to find the people that can help you work through that. That's why I have on my website, badthoughtfavorite.com, I have support groups. You need to find that support group. If you're struggling with alcohol, um, you're struggling with drugs, you're struggling with weight, you're struggling with abuse on either side of it. You know, you're abused or you've been abused. You got to get help so you can deal with it and find people who will help you. Well, I am running out of time. I'm so thankful that you listened. I hope that you um, shed your shame and you live your life transparently and with humility so that you can move forward. Peace and abundant blessings. I'm Sheree Hardy and this is Bad Thought Therapy. Thank you.